Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. You have a hard time getting people to buy into what it is that you're putting down. Well, stick with me because in this week's episode, I want to show you how you can build trust fast so that they want to work with you. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, emotional intelligence speaker and trainer of the year and master coach trainer. And today I want to continue our conversation around building trust by helping you to understand the trust makers. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been opening this conversation around trust. And we talked about the fact that trust is low in a lot of areas of leadership in the world right now. Last week, we looked at the behaviours of a high trust leader and what we can look at in our own behaviour to make sure that we set everything in place to allow people to trust us. What I want to do is go a little bit deeper this week and give you some key strategies, some key things to look at to make sure that you're doing so that you can build trust fast. There are certain things that get people to trust you. And there's certain things that we do to stop people from trusting us. Obviously, we're not going to live in a perfect world. We just want to make sure that we're doing more of the things that make people trust us. And next week, we'll talk about the things that break that trust. Trust is something that's earned and it's not done once. It's something you've got to continually work at. So for me, I use these things that I'm about to give you in this list as a litmus test to be able to look at my behavior and go, could I be doing some things differently here? When I sense that people might not be trusting what I'm saying, I can go back to this and it helps me to massage things a little bit. Remember, people need to know you, like you and trust you before they buy into anything that you're going to do. So let's have a look at these and they're not an exhaustive list but these are the ones that I find give the greatest return and a faster building of trust. Number one is be interested in them. I know we all like to focus on ourselves. That's the way we are created to be self-centered. It's all about protection. It's all about staying safe. It's all about making sure that we get ahead with what it is that we're wanting to do in life. But nothing says, I don't know about this person more than when you're constantly talking about yourself. But what escalates trust in that know, like, and trust continuum that we're talking about is when the person actually knows that you're genuinely interested in what they've got to say in their life, in what it is that they want to achieve, not just you. 
So we can do this by going deeper in our conversations rather than being surface level or only being task oriented. People can understand that it's a mutually beneficial relationship the more curious you are, the more that you show interest in what it is that they've got to say and what it is that they're doing. This is a key element in being able to develop trust. Number two is to share who you are. A lot of times in my leadership, I was continually just showing people what they needed to know, showing them what I knew, talking about things and facts and tasks. But when I opened the door and let people in and I showed them more of who I am, that's what allowed them to then trust me. And the reason for this is they go, ha, ah, this person is just like me. They've got the same challenges that I face. They're going through some similar things in their own life. And when there's not a disparity, that bond of trust can be built a lot quicker. Another part of this is making sure that you show who you truly are. You know, when we pretend that we are someone that we're not because we're a people pleaser, running the performance trap, all those things that we've talked about many times before, people sense that something's not quite right. And when we put on that charade, that facade, we've got to remember who it is that we were trying to be or acting as with that person the last time we were with them. So when we do things that are a little bit out of whack to what they were used to, it's confusing. And when there's confusion, there's a lack of trust. So make sure you show them who you really are. For me, all the things I do are great, but at the end of the day, I'm an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife, five amazing kids, three exceptional grandkids, who's on his own journey of imperfection. And that's how I want people to know me. And people know that because I'm open and vulnerable, that I can be trusted for them to open up to me as well. Number three is to discuss thoughts and feelings. When conversation's all about facts, this is what I think about that. This is what I know about that. It loses that human element. Being okay to discuss how you feel about things and allowing an open environment for them to be able to tell you how they feel as well, that's going to build a high level of trust. That says the conversation I'm having with this person is enjoyable. They're not trying to hide things. They're actually telling me more. It's not surface level again. It's not ticking a box. So allowing yourself to open up and talk about feelings and encourage others to do the same, it's a critical element in being able to develop trust fast. Number four is to check in for feedback. Making sure that there's space left for the other person or people to be able to ask questions, challenge where they need to, get clarity, get certainty, rather than just downloading everything that you want to say or get them to do and then walking off, which is something that I used to do with my team 
a lot. I was busy. I just give you this and you'll do it. No. Making sure that they can ask questions, making sure that they can navigate change or a task in the way they need to rather than just with the facts. Making sure by asking them questions that they have an understanding of what it is that you've committed to, what it is that you and they are going to be doing together. But making sure that you're open to that feedback. For people to be able to say, hey, can I have a chat with you? There's an issue here that I think we need to discuss. Being open to that, using reflective, active listening, that all says this is something we're doing together. It's not one-sided and that will build trust. And number five is to express appreciation for others. You know, we talked about already in one of the points, it's not about you. It's about us. It's about them. So by just talking about yourself and what you've done and what you're doing and talking about tasks, that takes out them. So when people do the littlest things, express appreciation. Make them feel valued. Make them feel worthy. And in a lot of cases, have more belief in them than they have in themselves. That's the type of person that people want to trust. When you edify, when you build up somebody else, when you allow them to be the center rather than yourself, that means that they're going to know you, like you, and trust you far quicker than they would if they're worried about what might be hidden, what's the agenda here. But letting them know that you care, letting them know that they're important and that you appreciate them, not just what they're doing, that is vitally important for you to be able to build trust. Well, there you have my top five, the things that help people to trust you. I call them trust makers. And putting those together and being able to make sure that you've got them on your radar and you're looking to see where could I use those more. By the way, this whole exercise is not a tick box to see whether or not you're doing it and therefore it's a yes or no or a, a pass or a fail. This is all resource that you can take with you. And when you sense that trust is not being built, add some of these elements in and watch it change right before your eyes. You see, just like you don't trust everybody because of past experiences that you've had, where you've been let down, where people have done the things we're going to talk about next week, they've broken trust with you. The people that you're working with are no different. So when you work together to build a bond of trust between both of you, it's going to mean that your relationship is going to be far more fruitful and far more mutually beneficial. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week where we look at the other side of the scale and we have a look at the trust breakers, the things that we could be doing right now that erodes away that trust that we're working so hard to build. Trust is a journey, it's not a destination. So making sure that we're constantly 
behaving in a way that allows people to trust us means we've got to be able to reflect not just on what we're doing well, but what we could do differently to what we're doing right now, the things that we could eliminate out of our behavior. So the next time we're together, I will have turned 60. I'm really excited to be celebrating my 60th birthday this week. And I'm excited to go into another decade to be able to do what it is that I get to do every single day. And that's work with people. So thank you for having the trust in me to follow me this far. And if I can help in any way, no matter where you're watching or listening to this, there's a way that you can get in touch. And I'd love to be a part of your journey. So I'll see you again next week. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.